0: Hi everyone, I'm DJ. I'm Liv. And you're listening to another episode of the Rebound Pod.
1: Rebound Pod and it comes out on Thursdays. Every 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 other Thursday with DJ and Liv on a Thursday. And sometimes the girls they have guests on the podcast to join them. And a henam mm. and a and oin them. And a anna and a anna a oin them. A rebound pod. No, you have to tell the people
0: what that was inspired by, because I love it. I love it.
1: It was, is his name Father Phyllis? Yeah. Father Father Phyllis. Um, I think the song's actually called Face Beat. It's not called Sweet Girl, is it?
0: No, I mean, I haven't actually listened to the song fully, but I can imagine wow. it's probably.
1: Because I, I no, thought it was
0: a TikTok song. Not even song.
1: absorbing TikTok culture, Wow.
0: Yeah, that's it. No. <laughs> that's why when you said to me, "Do you know what he's saying?" I was like, I'd have to listen to it to know what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> but I will listen to it after this though because I do I do actually want to hear the whole song because he did a performance yesterday in Barbados in some club and like people mm-hmm. were recording it and it was like all over Bayesian socials. Oh, so I, I want to I need to listen to the full song because the Bayesians love it.
1: No, well. the whole song is actually yeah, the full song's actually great and I feel like I just think it's I so don't funny. know why you're surprised.
0: That's like no. that. <laughs> Let's talk about
1: that. That totally came out wrong. Um, <laughs> there's no reason why the song wouldn't be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you know what? Because so many people were like, English." <laughs> 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 yeah, I was a bit like, the TikTok culture got me and I then had a judgmental ear mm-hmm. when I mm-hmm. listened. And it turns out the song is sick. I just think that, do you know what I always find really weird about TikTok songs? I know it was about TikTok, but like, it like sometimes the, the selection of the song that is chosen to go viral on TikTok. I'm like, it's not even the best part of the song. Like, yeah. It's just so right. Or like, it's not even a chorus. Like it's just like yeah. even um, you know, the dance that I've been trying to
0: Fuck convince, your skull. <laughs> <laughs> Bang That one. No
1: Yeah, like that's and uh, no, not that's not the song I'm thinking of. Um, what's Dre and Mac's song?
0: Oh, um, um
1: I ain't never been with a buddy, buddy. Yeah, Like that's, that's just it, that's buddy. just a part of the song. Do you know what I mean? But like Imagine being in the artist and being like, fuck's sake, that's not the really best part. Like, but I don't know if they care. I don't know if they care. Especially if they're making t- ticky-tocky anthems, do you know
0: what yeah, I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Just, they just want to be part of the culture.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Yeah. Um, but but I mean, you, for darling? someone who... No, we're, we're still going to stay on the fact that you like a Father <laughs> Phyllis song. So for someone who used to like, get quite upset by the fact you couldn't understand Bayesian people when they were speaking Bayesian are you now i i
1: i have never said that i i you would send
0: me all the like memes being like yeah no one can understand Beijing people this is like a while ago like years back you'd send me that Uh, stuff
1: because i personally can't remember it i'm Mm, going to say it never happened how convenient
0: yeah that's suspicious (laughs) that's suspicious
1: (laughs) I just feel like with the 24 hours that I've been given and that Mm -hmm. I use, I'm going to choose to focus on other things. Okay. Mm Um, so I love the song. I love Beijing people. Love how they speak. I can understand every word of what they say. Um,
0: Not every word. Let's not stretch it. Not even (laughs) I can understand every word.
1: (laughs) I love them. Yeah. Blue, yellow, and then man, Rihanna, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, sweet game can, can we move on can we move on now we can move on how are you <laughs> before home? the Bajans start dragging me please they definitely please. will i'm your friend please i'm your sister <laughs> um i'm good i'm a little bit hungover today but um why it's been a while since i've been hungover um so... what do you think was
0: the difference this time was it the length that you were drinking like do you know what the amount of alcohol we got sponsored a lot yesterday. Why? We
1: got sponsored a lot. the I, uh, No, yesterday I really did, uh, fitness if I broke, if broke my business, business. No, could you have say if
0: they're broke? Because that's not your business. No, as long no as they get that's you actually drink.
1: right. Let me tell yeah. you how City Girls were up 10 yesterday. Why? So, So um, we went out to eat for a friend's birthday. We go to a box park and some, We there was five of us girls and um this man approaches us and he's like um oh girls like are you going to the event in box park and we're like yeah we were just like finishing our tinnies mm. on the road he's and magnum on the road sorry oh. quickly magnum or cherry bee magnum do you know what I've cherry bee never... reminds
0: me of people in birmingham <laughs> Like, i feel like i only see cherry bees on the street when i'm in birmingham i never see them when i'm in london is that I weird?
1: I don't know why that feels offensive, but it felt so yeah. offensive.
0: No, because um, it's the only time, like, I, I think the only time I really saw people drinking Cherry Bee like that was when I used to be in Birmingham a lot. People don't okay. bring back Cherry Bee like that in London.
1: Yeah, I've never had it, but I just, I saw, I think it was a TikTok, like, unpopular opinion, Cherry Bee's better than Magnum. And I went it to It might well be. And, but... Yeah, and then I was like, I actually don't know. Like, I was yeah. like, I oh,
0: actually, I don't know. Maybe we um, should do an experiment when we have yeah, a guest yeah. on.
1: We'll experiment. Um, Also, screaming that, like, Bayesian people that are living in Birmingham are literally going to hate us today. Like, I just wanted to... Hate... Yeah, I mean,
0: they'll hate you for cussing Bayesians and they'll hate me for the Treby thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> Balance. <laughs> um so we were just finishing our Tinnies and Magnum on the Roads. Um and then a lovely gentleman came up to us and was like, Oh girls, you're going to the event in Box Park? We're like, Yeah, and then he's like, Oh, like it, we need to be in a mixed group. Can we come in with you? Mm. So my were friends. They was, huh?
0: Um, they hunt
1: Couple of them. Couple okay. of them, yeah. So my friends being the kind souls that they are, we're like, Yeah, of course. And I'm like, And he's like, okay, great, thanks. We're just over there, like, when you're ready. And then I was like, what will we get in return? And he was like, what? (laughs) And everyone was like, Olivia. And I was like, what? And he was looking at me like, is this... And I was like, yeah, if we help you get in, what what will we get in return? He was like, yeah, but you'll you'll get to go in too. And I was like, yeah, but we can get in without you. You can't get in without us. So I was like, what will we get in return? And then... (laughs) um, our friend was nudging, nudging, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're right.
0: Yeah, chief <laughs> negotiator. Right. Sh- oh.
1: Do you know what I mean? And everyone else was like, Olivia. And then he was like, oh, uh, we'll get you guys a drink. And I was like, yeah, sounds great, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, great. Thank you. Sign on the deadline. <laughs> and everyone was like, Olivia. And then after, obviously, then when we got inside and then each of our fake boyfriends were buying us a drink, everyone was like, do you know what, Olivia? <laughs> well done. Yeah. And she because they were like, we would have just let them in for free and I said exactly I said and I said this to the guy I said in this patriarchal society we need to try and restore balance in some places and I was like we can get in without you you need us so Mm -hmm. how will you compensate us for us pretending to be your girlfriends to get you in
0: oh did you have to pretend to be their girlfriends I thought you you just walked in like a group of friends I mean we was what was the
1: agreement (laughs) We part just partnered and... up. We partnered up because there was actually five of them, five of us. So it really Cute. was like, okay, let's just pick yeah. Um. So we were like, "Hey, boyfriend, what's your name?" Like, it was just like that. No. Um. So that was kind of the start of a night of, of city girls being up. There was an, a you know a, a beautiful chocolate man with a beard. So you know my type of paper doesn't take yep. lots. Um. Who just walked past us and said we were beautiful black queens. So he was gonna buy us a drink. So he he, he by himself. Fantastic. Just walked past and initiative. appreciated melanin melanin the babes. Um, and he just bought us a drink because we're beautiful black women. Um, so that was what a and time then, to be alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> um, and then because obviously we're celebrating a birthday, so other times when people walk past us and they'd be like, "Oh, you look the birthday, yeah." And so the birthday girl was getting shots after shot. Like it was just, it was, yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was, it was really great. So that is why I'm hungover. Yeah, because of, of the sponsors. Um, and then you know, I do fund myself as well, guys. You know, lots to get upset. Um, so it was a combination of that really that um, has you up. Yeah, has sent me where I am today. Um, yeah. Well, welcome to my
0: world. You know. <laughs> welcome to my world. I, d- I do feel quite hard done by when I'm feeling really hungover, and you're like, yeah, DJ, yeah, hungover. Then my baby's like, yeah, of course you get hungover, and it's like, where did this? Where did this come from? Why Where's is no one from? feeling sorry for me? <laughs> um, I actually yeah, think it's really funny
1: when people um, feel sorry for people with hangovers. I'm like, bro, they're not ill. This is completely. But it is like they, yeah. But th- whether or yeah, not but when it's say they feel <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> how, how you feel.
1: They... No, but when people say they feel ill when they're hungover, it makes me laugh so much because I'm like, you're not ill. You're hungover. Illness. Nobody asks for illness. But hangover, that's self that's self induced.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's not an illness. <laughs> Is it, isn't I, isn't illness the feeling as opposed to the cause? Oh, like genuine question. Like no, because no, if it's right. the feeling it. then anyone can say they feel ill whether they like whether they've been hungover, whether it's like they've taken drugs and they're having a car, okay, no, no.
1: Like okay, no, you're right. But I think that yeah, you feel ill as a result of being hungover. But mm. sometimes hungover people just are like, I'm not feeling well. And it's like, I think they don't deserve the same sympathy, at myself included, even though I do quite like sympathy people i hungover. But mm. um, I think I've just been told by my mum and my sister too many times that it was my own cause. And mm. they just haven't extended uh, the so level that of sympathy. So now
0: you're not extending it onto other people? Right.
1: Yeah,
0: okay, I feel hard done by. Yeah, okay, okay, learnt behavior. I won't be when I'm hungover, then. Thank you for (laughs) confirming. Hope everyone else who knows live in a real life takes that on as well. Make of that what you will.
1: Look, guys, the game is the game, okay? What can I do? Um, but how are you, my love? Yeah,
0: I'm okay, actually. I'm okay. I'm looking forward to all of the bank holidays um yes I've also got a day of toil coming up as well because I worked on the weekend (laughs) year um but no yeah um other than that I'm okay I think though I think my manager knows that we have a podcast shut up yeah because the other day she randomly told me about like the fact her and her brother want to start a podcast and like I didn't even ask
1: it was how's your brother she
0: literally just said it randomly and I was like have you tried searching me on Instagram and you found that I'm the co-parent of a podcast and now this is why you're asking me this that's question? Scary. It was very awkward because I was like, it's, I'm not about to disclose this to you. Right. At right. all. I'm right. not. So for all you know, you've found the wrong person on Instagram. That's literally it. Like, yeah,
1: that, that's what we're going to go with. Because it.
0: until you directly ask me, I'm just going to feign ignorance. If, it's
1: if she me. directly asks you, what will, we, what will
0: you say? I'll say Yes. And then she'll probably say, why didn't you tell me? What is there to tell?
1: What if she's like, oh, could we listen? What is it called?
0: (laughs) That's scary. I think I'll do a backflip away from the conversation (laughs) because that... See, I'm not prepared for that. I don't want it. you got to start telling lies up me. It's called free shots on tequila
1: and just throw her off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true, actually. (laughs) Or,
0: like, name one that, like... Is, isn't real and she'll google it and nothing will come up and then she'll be like oh, i didn't yeah. find anything it was, it was a really small podcast like yeah yeah basically really getting zero listens that might be why i didn't <laughs> not on any streaming oh, no, yeah like nothing. we're not even streaming yet no <laughs> like we just have the mics yeah <laughs> just mics and vibes <laughs> Ooh, just mics and vibes bro no yeah um, that was really scary but other than that I'm doing, good. I'm doing good that's good honey i do
1: do you know what i do wonder yeah how many um if if us not telling our workplaces that we have a podcast is specific to like black people do you know what i mean i think so i think it is
0: but but no um, i think i think it is for some but i think for people who have platforms where they like educate people i think they Mm -hmm. do tell their workplaces yeah yeah, yeah, whereas i think because ours is more like casual we talk about our day-to-day we kind of Mm -hmm. like yeah, talk about our, like, personal experiences. It's not yeah, something yeah. that we want people in the office to really, like, be listening to on a casual. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. I think it just... It's, it's a combination of the fact that we're black women and we have mm-hmm. a podcast that goes very personal versus yeah. us being, being black women and, like, educating people on the history of biscuits or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, do you know what? I just find the whole idea of podcasting if you really think about it quite bizarre like Mm. I just find it quite strange because like even with what you've just said I completely agree but like we've just said that we wouldn't want people from work really listening because we're talking about our personal life but this is literally a podcast that you can listen to anywhere in the world so Mm. it's like like but it's like when you do a podcast even though you can't control who listens you are you are targeting it towards certain audience and, and it's kind of like in our head it's like it's only going to a certain bubble of people that get us that understand us or would uh, genuinely want to understand us but Mm. at the same time like i me too i would be horrified if anyone from work knew that i had a podcast and like even so funny i went for work drinks last week and someone i i think i told you guys on the pod that one time when i was randomly drunk i was like asking people random questions on the tube and then when i went to a work um social i did it there and last week, my manager said to me, oh, are you going to do your um, question podcast again? And I literally what? went, like, I literally gasped. <laughs> and then I just thought, oh, she's just means because I was talking loads and leading the questions. She's has yeah. to podcast, not she know. But that fear, I was like, how does she know? But then, like, they might stumble upon, obviously, God forbid, but yeah. they might just stumble upon it by accident.
0: It's very scary
1: yeah
0: especially because our names like if anyone wants to like instagram stalk us our names mm-hmm. are quite unique so yeah, the only yeah, people yeah. That are going to come up are like you and me and maybe a couple of other people that yeah can it's go so through, true. find our profile find that we're linked to the rebound <laughs> pod and they go through there <laughs> so um it's a risk that we're th- that we're taking here yeah but all for yeah. the content
1: yeah for the content
0: mm-hmm. um it's been a busy couple of weeks though so i wonder Maybe we should go straight into an icebreaker and then just go through what we need to go yeah. through. Um,
1: Let's Do that.
0: Uh, baby girls, baby boys, baby non binaries. <gasps> we went to <gasps> Electric the other day. We really? See
1: Electric, guys. It, was, it was so amazing. Like, I've just never been to something like that in my life.
0: Yeah. Really? So, because you've been to live podcast shows before, like live shows. Yeah. Well, how did it compare?
1: I think, like, This was probably the most interactive one that I've been to. And to be fair, I've only been... Actually, yeah, I've seen 90s Baby podcast show twice and the receipts twice or three Mm. times. Um, But I think the level of interaction, first of all, um, at Collectory show, and also, like, it just felt like being in a room mm. with all your siblings at one mm. time. Obviously, I only have one sibling, so I know that's quite extreme strange thing to <laughs> say. But just the feeling of unity, mm. I just felt like... I mean, apart from the person that was sitting behind us, I just felt like everyone mm. there and knew... And on our own. Yeah, yeah, right. Because they were annoying. And I felt sad because I'm like, you... Do, you... do you know something that I really have an issue with that is just none of my business, but I really have an issue with? Mm. When people go to concerts or podcast shows and they're not true fans of the person yeah same because I think there's someone that is at home crying because they couldn't go and they're a number one fan Mm -hmm. and you've gone for what? shits and giggles shits and giggles um but that's literally neither here nor there. Um, mm. But, yeah, but also, there's, that-
0: there's a way that you can do it that makes you feel like, that makes you seem like you have a bit of sense. Like, you can do it quietly. Whereas <laughs> the, girl, that, the lady that was behind us didn't do it quietly. Yeah. Just for context, someone, if you listen to the live show episode, you'll hear that someone goes on stage and there's, um, Audrey's asking a range of questions. And the other contestant doesn't say anything because she didn't know the show. The only question that she answers is the last one, and she answers it incorrectly. Like, she knew nothing about the <laughs> podcast, and then she proceeded to take the free gift off the stage, and then Audrey and, and Kelechi made a joke out of it, that she was just there for the participation. She didn't even no, want to,
1: literally, she literally. didn't even know
0: anything. It was embarrassing, yeah. man. No, it, it, it was really re- bad secondhand embarrassment, and that was <laughs> scary.
1: It was really embarrassing, and I think, because we could hear the friends being like, hey, what are you get?" Like, yeah. it was even more like, uh, like, get off the stage. Yeah. Um, get off the stage! Okay. Um, so yeah, I just felt like everyone there felt like they really wanted to be there. Everyone that contributed, you could just hear how much they like adore Kalecchi and and do you know what? Maybe it's because um Kelechi's podcast is just her. Whereas mm-hmm. maybe with the others, because it's like a group thing, someone might go because they really like Tolly or we really like Melena or we really like all like do you know what I mean? Or just to the point listen to the podcast but everyone there is fully invested like you can you can go to a podcast where it's a group of three or four of them and you might only really like one of them or you mm. might dislike one of them but if you've gone to collect your show you literally like her like you yeah. because it's just her that you're invested in only her content mm. um and I feel like I really felt that in the room and I felt like everyone in the room really felt safe and like just comfortable to say what they wanted to say, like express themselves in a way that they wanted to, whether that was how they were speaking or how they were dressed or their gender like presentation, like everything. I just felt like people just really wanted to be there and wanted to be unapologetic for Kolechi because that's something mm. that she's like inspired in so many people. So yeah, I just thought it was fucking sick. Like, and it was so yeah. funny. Like, it was just, it was just, it was, just
0: it was good vibes. It was yeah. really, really good vibes. Um, A couple yeah. of like shocking. Like comments made throughout the night, but no, I think that, that's just sometimes other some people. I was gasping in my seats. Yeah, same. I was like gripping the hand <laughs> yes. rests, being like, "Oh my gosh, can they say this? What's going to happen? Is the white lady that stole the thing going to come up on the stage and fight? Like what? What happened?" Because also I was thinking, like, if that white lady went on stage and took the girl, the gift thing, it might have been for her friend who like gave a show. your magnificence magnificent, or mm. a like, or something like yeah. that, but who was too shy to go and get it, and maybe yeah, she went to yeah, get it. Yeah. So, I was like, there's so many like possibilities here, and if this is wrong, that is that could be very peak,
1: yeah, yeah, 100%. But, yeah, yeah. it was great. So,
0: thank you for getting us tickets, it was amazing. No
1: problem, I, lo- I, lo- I love it. I loved it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've got quite a lot to talk about, but we're gonna go into the icebreaker first. So, mm-hmm. this quiz is. How much do you really know about your period? Okay. Ooh. Um, just to say, um, there is. I think there's one question where it says women. Um, as you guys know, on this podcast, we are allies of the LGBTQIA like plus community. Yes, ma'am. Um, and we know that not all women have periods and not all people that have periods are women. So I might say women, but just... I just might not be able to rephrase it in a way quick enough to read the question out, <laughs> okay? You'll
0: mind. Yes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Great disclaimer. Um, yeah, so, yeah, just when you hear women, hear people who have periods. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, question number one. On average, how many periods do women get in a lifetime? Ooh. 280 or 480?
0: So, typically you'd have one a month every year, so that's 12 usually people would stop their periods like when they're 50 let's say they start when they're 12 but let's say 10 for ease what's that 30 years 30 times 12 360 oh that's right in the middle of the two numbers that i've calculated Damn it! i'm
1: gonna go to
0: two, the 200 and something
1: one okay 280 yeah let's lock that in um
0: Afri- Afri- oh, In the- sake, i hope they give us the answers
1: <laughs> no, yeah the answers are <laughs> right at the end but i think it was just showing the percentage of 18 18 p- percent of people said 280 and 82 percent said 480 but we'll see okay. at the end mm-hmm. um question number two how much blood is released on average during a period six to eight teaspoons oh six to eight teaspoons or six to eight tablespoons
0: Six to eight teaspoons. I think it's a lot less than we actually think it is. Because it's mixed up with all the other things.
1: All the other things. Okay, so 54% of people agreed with you. Um question number three. What are period cramps? When the muscular wall of the womb tightens, or the natural shedding of the uterus wall?
0: The natural shedding of the uterus or what? Or wall. Wall, sorry. The natural shedding of the uterus wall.
1: Okay, girl. Um, 60 60 p- percent of people agreed with you. Uh, question number four How long is the average menstrual cycle seven days or 28 days? So, 28 days cycle, yeah, 28 days. They tried to trick even me, I said mm. during the wrong thing. Uh, 69 percent of people agreed with you. Question number five When was the first period cup invented? First of all, it's so much earlier than I ever thought. You're gonna be like, What? Really? either is it 1937 or 1986
0: i mean the fact that you said it's earlier than you thought makes me think oh no no i don't know the answer i just mean i didn't oh. even think
1: any would be in the 1900s at all i mean <laughs> i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna say the 1980s but i think it was probably used in other places beforehand but wasn't documented mm. and then some european person like copied it and then it was documented Dem- so i'm yeah. gonna say 1980 something
1: Okay. Um yeah, 57% of people agreed with you. Question number six. What is the third phase called in your cycle? Is it A, your luteal phase? Don't know if I mm. pronounce that right, or B ovulatory ovulatory phase.
0: Oh. So your first phase is your actual period. Your second phase, I think that's your l- luteal phase where you're like a eggs are like recouping and then you ovulate so i'm gonna say ovulation okay but that might be wrong
1: um 61% of people agreed with you question seven can you get pregnant during your period yes or no yes uh 81% of people agreed with you question eight what is the average age of menopause 40 to 49 or 50 to 59
0: I'm thinking about all the women, all the all the people with uteruses that say, "I'm getting hot flush." Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think fifty to fifty-nine. Okay, I would say that too. Yeah, but yeah. it might also be if it's earlier. That's no, I think it might be fifty actually because people can have children in their forties, can't they? mm mm-hmm.
1: so. Um, sixty-eight percent of people agreed with you. Question nine: True or false? False. The sound of your voice changes during your period. Yeah, that's true i think I it's when
0: you are don't. it's when you're ovulating as well i think it changes i think it gets deeper shut up yeah and you're like your smell changes your natural body smell changes when you're ovulating because it's meant to shut attract up. a mate so it, it gets a bit more intense when
1: you're ovulating shut up mm. i bro i don't have a fucking go about this <laughs> question number 10 can your period stop if your weight fluctuates yes or no yes um, eighty-seven percent of people agreed with you. Okay, the answers. So, right. Um, the question number one: On average, how many periods do women get in a lifetime? The answer uh, was four
0: hundred eighty. Oh my gosh!
1: Um, it says the number sounds huge, but between the ages of twelve and fifty-two, a uh, person with periods will actually experience around four hundred and eighty periods.
0: Well, my maths is really bad, then. Bro, I to be expect- fair though, when I was matching it up. I got to like three hundred and sixty and that was
1: yeah, that was like
0: the Yeah. So that I just went for the lower number. (laughs)
1: Um so question two was how much blood is released on average during a period? And it is six to eight teaspoons. Um, so you're right. Yeah, it says that's about average. Um, and yeah, I definitely think that um maybe T M I but it's fine this is what the podcast is for <laughs> i definitely think that since using the period cut i'm like oh wow this is nothing like, yeah in comparison to how i think it looks if you're using like sandwich towels or tampons yeah i
0: completely
1: um, agree so question three what are period cramps oh so it's actually both it says Ooh. during your menstrual period your uterus contracts to help remove its lining Hormone-like substances trigger the muscle contractions that can cause painful cramps.
0: Yeah, I remember asking that question in a science class when, um, I can't remember the teacher's name, or I think I do, but I won't say it. Um, and I was like, why does it hurt? And she was like, because the cramps
1: then help with the shedding. So that was a trick question. <laughs> But um I'm, I'm really glad she had that solid teaching for you that you remembered because I honestly yeah. remember nothing. Because <laughs> I remember
0: being really distressed. But that's I think that's the only thing I remember that she taught us though. Cause I I right. was like, I need to know from a woman why it hurts. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uses, I need you woman. to tell me. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, how long is the average menstrual cycle? So yeah, twenty-eight days. Obviously we you know some people's it can um mine be normal, is like sure. thirty
0: three. Thirty-three to thirty-five what? days.
1: Mine's actually been—I think it's thirty days. I think it really? Quite... I thought yours was twenty-eight. Yeah. It, do you know what? It's—it's it's ch- my period. We'll talk about it, <laughs> but yeah. it's changed quite a lot. But yeah, I think it's about 29, 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, when was the first period cup? <gasps> it was actually nineteen thirty-seven. Love that um, for the records. Who was I it? I know. It says the first cup was invented by American actress Leona Chalmers who patented a design of a menstrual cup, which was made from latex rubber. It's only more recently that it's become common to use one.
0: Hmm. Oh, Sick. Well, thank you, hun, because yeah. it's changed my life.
1: Yeah. Um. So you were correct. The third phase is called ovulatory. Um, yep, yeah, there are four phases. Um, so the menstrual phase, which lasts on average five days, followed by the follicular... Oh, luteal. yeah luteal? yeah luteal? yeah phase which is day 6 to 14 then the ovulatory phase is day 15 to 17 and finally finishing up with the luteal phase from day 18 to 20 mm-hmm. um you can get pregnant during your period um yeah it's possible mm. um
0: so, wrap it up. W- wrap it up.
1: Um, <laughs> pull out method is not real conception. That's actually what I read earlier today, even oh, really? though I knew that. But yeah, it says it on the NHS. Wow. Um, I know. Yeah,
0: so no the, NHS. the
1: NHS are really like, stars. they're like, guys. These fucking people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um What is the average age of the menopause? So it is 51. Um, that's in the UK anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, but it says this varies according to your ethnicity and also the age at which your mother underwent the menopause. Interesting.
0: Interesting. I so wonder it's... if that also has to do with the like the age you started your period. Yeah,
1: that's because what I was thinking. then, think then your hard. eggs will be
0: done quicker if you start earlier.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Did you forget that we only have a finite number of eggs?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. But I just thought about the fact that, I don't know, on average, I feel like a lot of people started their periods when they were 13 and we were 10. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, we've just lost three years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah we're gonna be we're gonna be going through menopause a little bit earlier than but I, th- I think it it, it will be a, right. like a for black women i think we probably go for it earlier because we start our periods earlier because right. of well part of the reason is because our hair products are like damaging right. i can't remember the the chemical specifically but it causes like a hormone hormonal reaction which means that we we um what's the word you go through puberty earlier your period starts oh. earlier Yeah, but I think it's now almost become a, I don't know, like a just an ethnicity thing. Like, I'm not too sure what the exact correlation is. Like, if there's a a black woman living in the the jungle who's never used like this chemical, does that mean her period starts when she's 15? Like, I don't know. Um, It'd be interesting to find out though.
1: Yeah.
0: Not the jungle. Sorry, guys. It could have sort of filled, but you know what I mean? (laughs) No. no. Outside of
1: civilization. I knew what you meant but when you repeated it I was like oh actually that does sound crazy um question nine well yeah you was right the sound of your voice does change during your period um yeah it, it it says crazy right but female reproductive hormones actually impact your vocal cords which is where the alteration in your voice can come from that is crazy I had does no my voice idea. sound different today um, <laughs> Do you know what? Know, maybe pop I'm back re- to our last episode. <laughs> I'm really gonna start paying attention because that is mad. To me. Yeah. Um. And yes, your periods can stop if your weight fluctuates. It says if you lose a lot of weight, exercise or train strenuously, or go through a stressful time, it can be the body's way of coping at that time for periods to stop. Which I think is uh, quite a kind way to be like you're going for a lot, huh? Yeah. Um, when they put it, but like, he's that, like you've you know, got a lot on your plate. I'll yeah. just take this one away until you figure yourself out, and then I'll come back. Literally. I'll pop back in a bit. <laughs> Circle I'll back. Pop back when you're doing a bit better. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but it says, But rest assured, it may be temporary. Lovely. Um, um, okay, so we we chose that one because. Um, Periods have really been perioding recently. <laughs> um, hormones have been hormoning and periods have really been perioding. Um, and I feel like in our period episode, which I really love that episode so much. So, I might actually go back and listen. Um, even Sorry, question. Do you go back and listen to any of our episodes? Only
0: when you tell me to. Like okay. only when you say, oh, I re- oh, like I would listen to this one again. Like you should listen to it. Then I would re-listen. I remember oh, okay. I was doing it one time when I was like washing up and like doing some laundry and I was like laughing like it wasn't me and you having a conversation (laughs) we've already had I was like is this narcissistic of me to like think that we're really funny (laughs) like these girls are hilarious yeah oh wait
1: that's me and my best they're so cool (laughs) um but yeah so like I feel like PMS symptoms so like pre syndrome um is something that is quite normalized Mm. um and obviously like to an extent, like, it's just part and parcel. Nature. of Nature. Yeah, nature, part of a period. Mm. However, I feel like there's, because the idea of having, you know, being hormonal or being overly emotional, whatever, has been so stigmatised in our society, in this patriarchal society, mm-hmm. by, by both men and women as well, mm-hmm. I feel like people don't really explore the extent to... Like should they be feeling this bad? Should they yeah. be feeling this emotional, this irritable? So um, and so, yeah, it's something that I've kind of been looking at recently because uh, I've been journaling every oh, Sunday. Realize got my oh, entry. Oh, proud of you. Um, I've been journaling once a week, um, and it's so weird because if you obviously no one will ever read it apart from me, but <laughs> if you track the third week, so I'll, I'll write like I'll write it today to talk about this last week just gone the third week every single month i've been doing it since january is literally feel like shit hating wow. it to the, like like clockwork yeah clockwork and i was like yeah sorry this actually isn't cute mm. so i'm going to call the doctor about this um just to see yeah, if it is more than more than pms and i would just like i'm still kind of just going through the motions i, I literally was something very very recent like this couple of days ago um but i do really the doctor was understand and i did think i would have to come with a fight do you know what, mm. what i mean but uh, like cry and okay. be like i just
0: can't cope do you know what i mean but, you know,
1: maybe it's because it was over the phone he didn't know i was a black woman yeah, Literally. <laughs> so he believed me um anyway moving on <laughs> um so, <laughs> so yeah so basically um yeah i'm, I'm going through the motions and I'd, I'd like to keep you guys posted but i do i do think that yeah it's just very much a thing like especially with young boys before they even unless they have um people in their family that are talking to them about periods and they have an understanding Hmm. i just think they think oh she's being a bitch i just literally think that's what they think and it's like you have no idea that when you're when you are pmsing and You are super anxious, super irritable, super... We're not choosing to be this way. Like, we're not intent... And obviously, I know people's PMS symptoms show up differently, but if I just kind of talk about mine, like, I'm not choosing to be horrible or, like, flippant or anything like that. And I feel like sometimes... Sometimes people can almost make you feel like Yeah, like it's a choice, and it's like, bro, like you're being a
0: bitch, like you're choosing to be a bitch.
1: Yeah, and I think people overlook the fact that it's actually something that can impact your mental health. Like it's hormones; it's completely out of our control. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah, I think the thing that pisses me off about the way that usually men speak about it is they kind of um, they say that we're like moody, and they always say, "Oh, she's just on her reds," like when we're actually on Mm -hmm. our period. And for me, the the week that I'm the most irritable, the most like emotional is actually when I'm PMS. And so the week before the mm-hmm, week of my mm-hmm. period, as long as the first day is done, I'm good. Like you wouldn't even yeah. be able to tell that like there's, I'm having cramps or anything because all of yeah. my emotional symptoms are gone. Yeah. So when people are, are just on a period, a woman or person with a period usually won't be on their period at that time. If they yeah, have yeah, the same yeah. PMS symptoms as me, they might yeah. literally be about to have their period, but they're not on yet. They're not and I think that's it, what yeah. makes it harder because like, Sometimes you'll wake up and feel like a right troll and that, like, you just, you're really grumpy. But because you don't have any physical mm-hmm. symptoms or you're not bleeding yet, you don't feel like you're allowed to feel that way. Yeah, Whereas when yeah, you're actually so bleeding, true. sometimes it's like, oh, actually, yeah, I'm allowed to take it easy now. I'm allowed to not do this. When actually yeah. we should be able to take it easy whenever we need to. And yeah. for me anyway, it's it's my PMS week that I need to take it easy.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I feel like as well, that just kind of goes to show the attitude about, like, physical health versus mental health absolutely Um, because yeah we might not be in any physical pain but mentally like you said we feel like a troll and I feel Mm -hmm. like it can be I would definitely say as well like if people are able to do track your periods because Mm -hmm. when I never used to I didn't really like I would just be in such a bad way and then when I'd come my period that's when I'd be like Oh, I must have been pms because yeah. I didn't know when to expect my period kind of thing. But like it's only when I started tracking it that I used to think, OK, like, say, for example, OK, we're around the 8th of the month. OK, I'm probably going to start feeling my period's due on the 18th. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start feeling shit today. Yeah. Seven days, a three day break. My period's going to come. Um, Do you so know yeah. how mad that is that you have like you have a little break? So no. like you go
0: through hell then you have a little three days and then you go through hell again for a week. It's like, what? Like, the... literally out of a month, we usually have about two weeks where we're normal. <laughs> the other two and, and is like what emotionally
1: find... stressed. Yeah, that's what, That's why, what like, and I've never spoken about this with people before. It's like, okay, but who actually are we though? Like, because yeah. if for 10 days we're PMSing um, and then for four, four to seven days or four to nine days, you're physically in pain, like this is 19 days we've got 11 to 12 days left of the month mm-hmm. one month maybe you're just fucking crazy horny you just want to shag your babes or anyone mm. literally with anything like, <laughs> you're just like yeah um and then yeah you've just got like a few days left do you know what I mean just to actually be normal it's like okay but who actually am I like yeah. who, which, which one's the real me exactly um, so, yeah, I think I think it's all just a bit mad. And I found it really interesting, kind of, the conversations that were coming out of, like, uh, the research about the male contraceptive pill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and how... Do you know what I just find hilarious about men? Like, do you know what I just... Apart <laughs> yeah, I from admit- everything, let me just speak about one specific thing. Yeah. Um, Like, men spend so much time talking about how, like, women trap men and this and that. And then it's like, okay, so when you've been given the opportunity to all like oh be careful because she might say she's on the pill but she's not and do 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 do, or being horrified after you've had unprotected unprotected sex with a woman and then be like what are you not on contraception Mm. so you're asking me that now (laughs) afterwards 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 okay cool um like i feel like those i i feel like it's then so interesting that there's then research that says you know we could have a male contraceptive pill in the next you know they're going to start doing trials on human men, <laughs> um mm. not just mice, mm. um later in the year and then suddenly you don't want to take it Yeah the men are like, oh trust-
0: actually no thanks.
1: No thanks actually. But, but is that I thought you didn't trust the women to not trap you. But now mm. you can have responsibility. You men want responsibility for everything in the world apart from whether they're going to have a child or not.
0: Crazy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But do you know what I think is really funny? I think the way that we mollycoddle men also means mm-hmm. that women don't trust men to take it so i was looking mm. in the instagram comments of a post as we do and <laughs> it was about the male contraceptive pill and there were loads and loads of women being like i'm still going to take the contraceptive pill because i don't trust a man to yeah. remember to take it to take it yeah. to be truthful about the fact that he's taken it yeah. so it's like you kind of have to do it for yourself you can't do it for another person which is the way contraception should be you should be doing it for yourself you shouldn't be doing it because someone else wants you to do it you should be doing it to make sure that you feel like confident in like confidently kind of um in your sex life um but yeah i think it is very interesting that it's you know especially when they the scientists talk about the side effects and men are like Oh, absolutely not. Like, no. But then when we're going through and we get depression and anxiety because we've been on the right. pill or, like, we've gained weight or, like, our boobs are sore all the time or mm-hmm. we're sick, like, whatever it is, yeah, people just think we're being dramatic and say, so, oh, yeah, it's yeah. just a symptom. Just get on with it.
1: Yeah. And I think because because there hasn't been the option, we've had to accept that these are the symptoms and just be like, well, it's the lesser of two people exactly. if I don't yeah. want to become pregnant. Um, but... I think we need to, like, if the male contraceptive pill becomes an option, we need to, like, kind of have a clean slate and be like, okay, now, and you need to, you know, speak with the people that you're sleeping with and be like, okay, we now have these options. What do we want to do as a, a couple or as people that sleep with each other? How do we want to monitor this? Are we both going to take it for a while and then, or are we going to alternate? Like, I just think that we need to kind of reevaluate it mm. because. You know, we always make jokes about oh, not we personally, but you know, inside that oh if men had um, yeah, if, like if men have periods, then they would be talking about the size of their tampon or how heavy their yeah. flow is and do you know what I mean? so I feel like we need to kind of reevaluate how their attitudes towards taking responsibility in these situations um, and also build that trust because me too. I wouldn't, and obviously it's easy for me to say now because I don't have a physical person to kind of compare it to, but mm. the thought now that I would be sleeping with someone and be trusting that he's going to take the contract of, is actually terrifying because like mm. men are mad, do you know what I mean? Like aside yeah. from men are mad, I just feel like, all, yeah all the things you said, and it's so funny when you say it, it is us like money coddling them because like, they're a whole grown-ass human, mm. so why should they not be responsible enough to, to do those things and I think actually it's is and I don't blame us for this, but it kind of um, it's almost like I can't think of the word, but like there's obviously men that will maybe have to take other medication daily for their life, and they are responsible enough to do that. So that's yes. also what us having the view that like oh, they wouldn't be able to do that, but mm-hmm. then could be a man that's been on antidepressants for the last 10 years and he knows and he to take to his take medication it. every day, yeah. or or do you know what I mean? Whatever medication for their health, so we also kind of. No, i can't believe i'm saying this but I need to put a bit of respect on their name yeah. <laughs> um because there will be men that they'll be like okay like i'm i'm prepared to do this mm. um but uh, but again i also think it's one of those things that like people often have a social media opinion and a real life opinion and i feel like there's a lot of men that are maybe so no i would never do that But if their girlfriend turned around and said, babe, like literally my mental health is in the gutter Mm -hmm. because I've been on the pills since I was 15. It's been like however many years I'm worried about how it's affecting my body, etc. Please, can we go on this because we're not ready to have a child yet and we don't want to use condoms. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they would be like, babe, that's fair enough. If they love and respect their partner and they're willing to kind of, because again, it has to be their choice. It shouldn't be something that the men are like kind of forced into yeah being forced into or guilt tricked into but i reckon that a lot of men wouldn't have the the same kind of stance about it that they're putting in the comments
0: yeah Um, that's a good point
1: so but yeah i guess i guess we will see kind of like what the outcome of that is and how Mm. accessible it will be and Mm. you know whether whether men will, will use it I think it's a bit
0: scary thought though. I also think it'll be interesting to see because I think the rollout of it will be heavily determined by how much medical professionals recommend it mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. obviously, like you said, how readily available, but also what the culture says about it. So yeah. when when um we start having sex, the conversation is what contraceptive like um option are you gonna go on? Um and the pill is one of them. So it's a very like yeah. next step conversation with yeah, men. Yeah. At the moment, I don't feel like that is part of the conversation. You you say you start you start having sex and then you just get all the ratings and no one cares about your sexual health. Like, no like one literally. says you should probably go and get checked. Like, it's right. all about the props. So I think it will start... Like, I wonder if those conversations between young boys and their parents about sex will start mm-hmm. to include conversations about contraception and being like, yeah. these are your options. Yeah. Which one are you going to go down?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think
0: it'll be interesting to see how that progresses
1: yeah that yeah that's quite a weird thought as well actually because yeah i guess that's just not a conversation that parents like would have with their sons it's more like is the girl you're sleeping with on contraception or are exactly. you being careful are you being sensible are you being responsible and they mm. can still ask those questions but i think within that net needs to then be are you being sensible by considering contraception? Like, and I mm-hmm. think, I, I think, I think it would be a a really good thing. I think that that you know, for whatever everyone's personal reason, a lot of people you know enjoy indulging in unprotected sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like if there's more, if there's more options available to avoid having unwanted pregnancies, then we should be loving that up. Like, mm. yeah,
0: I completely agree. And I think it then kind of in a weird way ties into the next thing I guess we wanted to talk about was Mm -hmm. um I guess like calories on menus and I think it is about it it all ties into this idea of like more information knowledge is power is it though or is ignorance Mm. bliss like those sorts of things are men happier now that they know they could have a pill or would they prefer to just know they can't do anything about it so they just opt out and feign ignorance um but yeah I think this conversation came up on without the filter when you were kind of asking asking the people about how they feel about restaurants. Is it that they're required to put the calories on, or there's a discussion about whether they're going to be required to?
1: So no, it, it is something that they're putting into practice. So I think it's it's only large restaurants, cafes, or yeah, maybe coffee shops. I think it's to do with how I think it's to do with how many either people are there or. The, the, it's, it's, it's measured by a specific number, I right. can't remember what the number is for, as to whether they are required to do it, um, so yeah in the UK they will be displaying the number of calories each meal has, and it's actually also online because, um Jade, our, our friend as you guys know from Body Shots, mm. um check out that episode, she um, sent me a screenshot of, I think it was Uber Eats either Uber Eats or Deliveroo um, can't remember what restaurant but yeah it had the calories on mm. on the app and I just thought oh, you're everywhere we can't even enjoy it quietly at home yeah. um and so yeah I guess yeah go what what's your kind of opinion and thoughts of it first of all
0: um I think it will be helpful for me mm-hmm. In certain circumstances, like I'm the type of person that will pick like two or three things on your men on the menu that I think look nice, and I can't choose between them. Yeah, knowing what how many calories they are will probably help me choose which one to have. It right. won't necessarily yeah. stop me from having one that has more calories, but it yeah. will definitely help me make that decision based on yeah, the information. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it is a little bit misleading though because I think calories only shows one. Mm -hmm. aspect of a meal it doesn't show how nutrition how nutritious it is so I think if they were gonna what if they want us to be healthier and um pay more attention to nutrition they should really be telling us about the macros of the meal like how much protein how much fat how much carbohydrates um how much fiber that they should be telling us those sorts of things because Mm -hmm. like peanut butter has a lot of calories but it's not unhealthy because it's basically peanuts so I think that is an example of something that could mislead people into having a different meal that is not nutritionally dense yeah, yeah but whereas they could order something else which is higher calories but is actually much more nutritious yeah, um yeah, 100. so i definitely think it's a like a it's it's a decision that's rooted in fat phobia because we have this idea that mm. less calories equal smaller people as opposed to healthier yeah. people
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: um so I think I think I'm a little bit conflicted but like you said I think there are people who could be triggered by it and I'm definitely one of those people who could be and I think I'm talking about it from a place where I'm feeling relatively confident but there could mm-hmm. be a day where I have a wobbly and I see it and I'm like I don't want to eat here I want to go home <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> just give me yeah, some sparkling yeah. water and uh, like a slice of lemon <laughs> thank you um yeah but yeah what are your thoughts
1: I think so I've had quite a mixed Thoughts about it my initial thing was like this is horrendous like I was like what the heck are they doing yeah um but you know I've, I've spoken to different people about it. I think essentially like I absolutely agree with everything you said I think that they are focusing on the wrong things because is it that you want people to be healthy or you don't want to be fat yeah <laughs> because the two are completely different yeah. because there are people that are fat that are healthier than people that are thin mm-hmm. um and fat is something that we have on our bodies and fat is used as a descriptor to describe people with a certain figure mm-hmm. um and fat is also used as an insult so i've been watching um which is amazing if you haven't watched it yet Deet and everyone please mm-hmm. watch it lizzo's Watch out for the big girls. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's so fucking sick. I've got two episodes left. Um, and there's a girl on there who I think uh, one parent's Korean, one parent is like white American. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that in Korea, I think she said plus size starts at a US size eight, which I think is a size 12, 12. Yeah, yeah. Um, a UK 12. And she was like, the um k-pop kind of culture um is like a lot of koreans are quite slim in in body size and that you know the k-pop pop pop stars are a size zero and that's seen as average which obviously yeah again it's like a uk4 um is average so maybe to to someone korean in a different culture that girl who i think was probably like a uk16 is fat Mm. but in another country that's slim or mm. average like mm. out out of all the other um girls on the show who were either like african-american or yeah of mixed heritage she was probably the smallest but if she was on a show in korea she would be the biggest Do you know mm. what i mean so our idea of what is fat is is subjective objective subjective subjective um and i think that yeah, the government aren't truly really caring about making people healthier because mm. if they did, they would stop calling it an obesity problem. Mm. There are lots of problems with people's health in the UK. Um, obesity isn't the only problem, but it's always coming back to that. And it's like I just I just think that there'll be a, a large amount of people who fall into the category of being again, what are we measuring obese by? Like who is obese? Are we using BMI? Is it a BMI? Because- Because, Mm. ciao, ciao, we cannot be using that racist, fatphobic system. Like, that's just crazy. Mm. And I actually saw a really, really funny post. It was, like, funny, not funny. Um, He was laughing at the situation. It was um, a guy who had his um, leg amputated, one one leg amputated. Mm. And he was taking a selfie in the mirror. And the caption was, like, something like, Got a call from the nurse today to say that I'm, I think, oh yeah, that I'm really underweight for my height and I need to eat more. And he was like, "No," And everyone was just like, for fuck's sake. And it's like, again, when we talk about these things, we're not taken into consideration like people's physical disabilities, we're not taking into consideration poverty, we're not taking into consideration lack of education. There are so many reasons why someone has the body type that they do. And so I think if they're saying that they're doing this to tackle the obesity problem, they're going the complete wrong way about it. Like you said, they're not showing all the nutritional information. And so without that education, like I have a little bit of an understanding of like which kind of nutrients I should be having more of etc but if I didn't and Mm. I was just really self-conscious about my weight if I'm going to see something that is I don't know 900 calories I don't know whether versus something that's maybe 700 calories I don't know whether that's better or worse it's like Mm. you know when people talk about like diet coke and and diet pepsi and actually yeah it's diet because there's like less fat but it's more sugar like if you don't have that information you're going to make choices which actually may not be the healthier choice Mm -hmm. and so again i pose the question is are we doing this because we don't want people to be fat anymore or are we doing this because we want to promote health and i think there's no issue with wanting to promote health but it's like huns there are so many other things that happen before someone is just fat Mm -hmm. very rarely are people just born fat and remain fat for the rest of their life? There's big babies, like there's mm-hmm. there's the babies that are you know heavy in, in you know in terms of like the average, but it's likely that that baby will lose weight and then mm-hmm. put on weight, and then when they're a child, they're the shortest in the class and they're smaller. Like it's just something that fluctuates. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, someone someone that is thirty years old and fat probably has not been fat for their whole life mm-hmm. for their age, their height, and whatever measure we're using. So I just think that. I, I think that mostly it's a bad idea because they haven't fully developed it. Yeah. I think I would feel less okay. kind of anxious about it if it also had the other nutritional information. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do also think it kind of is going to suck the fun out of the dining experience. Mm-hmm. I think that, like, everyone was so sad when restaurants and pubs and bars closed, especially mm-hmm. in the UK, like, during lockdown, because, like, that's something we love doing in our culture. Like, we... we, we go out for food and drinks and that's a very social thing and it isn't something that kind of like people are judged for I guess in the same way it's like if we were going to bars and it was saying this is your this is the daily units of alcohol yeah and and there were signs at the back of the (laughs) yeah there were signs at the back of the drink saying if you've already had two drinks you should think about stopping now like it would just be like fuck I know that like you don't need to you don't want to. to. That. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. But, but then <laughs> yeah. like for someone who maybe doesn't drink and has gone out, goes out once a month, like does that information still apply to them? Is that the same as someone that goes and goes out hardcore drinking every day? No, of course it's not. Because mm-hmm. it's dependent on the individual. So I feel like they've just slapped this initiative out of nowhere. No education to it. Um, and I just feel like, yeah, it's just not, it's not giving. Mm-hmm. However... I do see that for some people that one have the education and can manage that information without it being soul destroying. I can understand why it's actually a really good idea and like like what you're saying like it's not necessarily going to completely always mean that you're always going to choose the low calorie meal. But it's a deciding factor. The same way if I'm stuck between choices, I'm like, okay, let me just go for the cheaper one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or okay, let me go for the one that comes with a side as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's just it's going to be part of the the deciding factor. But unless you're going to be counting calories every day like i don't know i might have only had 300 calories that day not eating until dinner and then my meal was 1500 calories mm-hmm. technically if i have that and a little dessert i've done my daily calorie but then it's like but then should i be having a meal that's 1500 mm-hmm. but if i prepared that same meal at home i don't know how many calories it yeah been. so it, it's just yeah
0: <sighs> but i think one of the it. things that you said um that I then started thinking about was how damaging it could be for relationships. So like, mm-hmm. if you're going, and not not just romantic relationships, obviously it's just that anyone that you have a, a relationship with, that if you go out to eat and they're, they're like, oh, you probably shouldn't have that one because like, have you not seen the calories? I'm sorry, what? I didn't realise that Literally, we were ordering what? for each other. Sorry. <laughs> no. I'm going to need you to mind your business and order what you need to order. Um, yeah. and that That is the thing that worries me because I'm thinking about, younger Deej like Mm -hmm. 10 12 year old Deej who was fat and Mm -hmm. my family were concerned about my weight if I went out to eat for my birthday and they saw and it was like the thing it was a thing then to have calories there that could have ruined my whole day of like me wanting to order something and my family being like oh you probably shouldn't order that because have you not seen the calories maybe get something else that's like less calories that would have made my calorie counting happen a lot earlier than it actually did and that was a really damaging part of my like body image journey because I was obsessed with calorie counting for years yeah,
1: so that yeah. that
0: isn't going to be easy for people who have that who struggle yeah. with that
1: yeah I, I yeah I, I completely get that and I just feel like again it's like it's I just think the tactic is very much like rooted in shame
0: yeah um, absolutely
1: and yeah it's just shame and not education and it's again yeah that there will be so many and that just makes me like feel so sad there will be so many children that don't have all the information maybe are being called overweight at school and then yeah they're going out for a meal and then they're thinking that they have no context but all they see exactly. is that that's a big number so mm. I, th- the same way that even for i suppose children who their family have financial difficulties that are overly aware of the cost of things and they mm. shouldn't be because they're a child Word. and so they might look at the menu and think I'm only just going to get one drink or I'm only going to get that because I know earlier I heard mummy saying that she only has 20 pounds for the meal. So Mm. let me be That's not something a child should be worrying about. And it's going to be the same with calories. They're not going to have all the information. They're not going to know that maybe the parent is only going through a small financial situation and they just think fucking hell payday is a bit long. We're on a longer pay month, Mm. but they're now aware and carrying those anxieties. I worry that, yeah, the children are also going to carry anxieties without having the full context. Mm -hmm. And again, like, a lot of us have grown up with our mums, uh, the women in our family, mums, aunts, grandmas, talking about their weight and their mm. body around us. And that impacts children and children's body image so much. And I think it's going to be exactly the same thing now with food traces because, like, yeah, it, 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 we're just only focusing on the wrong thing. But, but I've just thought this in my head now. One thing that actually kind of almost might work in an in a unusual way is actually it would change a lot of people's assumptions about what food is high calorie and what isn't because they might point. for example see a cedar salad and think that that's going to have the least calories but when they think about the the dressing and maybe the, the seca, cheese the croutons the, the crouton, do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. the added avocado the halloumi it actually might be the same as a. court a quarter chicken and rice at nando's do you know mm. what i mean as a Caesar salad so i think that will also highlight again that we can't kind of make assumptions on on, on the food, but again, without information and ed- added education, it's it's redundant. It's gonna
0: mean it's um, going, not gonna mean anything because because yeah, yeah. someone that's such a good example because someone would, would go to a restaurant, see the Caesar salad, see that it's x amount more calories than they thought. They would see the cheeseburger and the cheeseburger is fewer calories than they mm-hmm. thought. They then order the cheeseburger, but then because it's not fresh food, they don't feel fulfilled afterwards or feel yeah. like they've had like a healthy meal. Yeah. That then distorts their own understanding of nutrition calories and like eating out
1: yeah
0: what does someone then do with those queries like do they google it do they just order the thing with the lowest calories always regardless of whether it's got fresh food fresh food in it that they want to eat like it's just that's so many questions like do you then ask the waiter like what what do you do with that information
1: yeah yeah exactly um and I have another question actually related to this that someone asked me um in my dms they were saying do you think that it's actually the government's responsibility um that an individual's health should be the government's responsibility or should it be the individual
0: um i think when it comes to general health as in like Mm -hmm. if someone's ill then i think it is because they're Mm going to need like then um they're going to need medical support Mm -hmm. if it's um perceived health i don't think it should be the government's business like i I don't think um you know whenever they report on like obesity on the news they'll just have like um blurred out images in the background of like people who are fat or overweight walking towards the camera (laughs) and it's like what high street did you get this video from yeah like when did you get consent from these people because imagine seeing your top on bbc news when they're talking about obesity i would be troubled um i think Mm. that that isn't anyone's business like whether people who aren't fat like preventing people who aren't fat from being fat and making people who are fat not fat like I don't feel like that's the government's business where it becomes a business of the government and medical care which is funded by the government is when people have health issues regardless of whether they're fat or not and they mm-hmm. need support because that is going to cost money and will come out of our taxes and blah 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 blah
1: so what you... do you think I'm I'm really stuck I actually can not answer I was like she didn't know either she was like I don't know and I was like I don't know either but I guess just playing devil's advocate although the devil literally doesn't need an advocate yeah <laughs> okay I'll, I'll do it today okay yeah. i'll do it today um if we're thinking about kind of from what you're saying about the government kind of being responsible for treatment um when someone is ill should they not also be responsible for prevention yeah because that balls that yeah one kind of negates
0: the other yeah i definitely think they that would be an argument but i think when thinking about what else what other problems you're causing by your prevention tactics Mm. like the amount of money that you're saving in terms of like um diabetes medicine for example if someone gets diabetes by eating the higher calorie thing Mm-hmm. is probably the amount of money that you're going to need to spend on mental health counseling if someone then has yeah. a, a disordered eating and needs to go yeah. to counseling so it's like yeah. i yeah, i think so i true. think you can have preventative measures that um mean that people aren't scarred so like Mm -hmm. informing children and and educating children when they're younger about like what nutrition is like what does fiber do what does protein do like Mm -hmm. how it's processed in your body how you can have a balanced diet and putting a bit more emphasis on that obviously making healthier food cheaper and more affordable so people feel like they can give their children and their family nutritious meals i think there are ways you can do that but the way that they're going about this isn't in my opinion a money saving tactic because the mental health issues that are going to come up in the next 10 years isn't yeah. going to be worth it
1: yeah yeah 100%. um
0: but no i think i think it is an interesting one because even yesterday i went out for pizza with my colleagues and they had the calories on the menu but it was so small that i barely like noticed it and obviously i'd had a couple of drinks so i think my it wasn't the thing i was focusing on i was worried about <laughs> whether i want to get a pizza with aubergines on it or broccoli i think it was like it was one of them like i chose the aubergine it was recommended by um no it was a really good pizza really 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 i know but
1: just the thought of anyone choosing any other vegetable over broccoli is so upsetting for me
0: it's because of the other ingredients on the pizza as well like the cheese like options were better on the aubergine one Mm, the one with the broccoli was a white pizza and not red, even though I could racist, have asked.
1: DJ. them Wow. Um, was <laughs> really sounded, it was really fun wow. as well.
0: People from Birmingham, <laughs> people, now white people. Either. Don't put the Bayesian thing on me. That was you, okay? <laughs> Thank you. I mean, a collective
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that means we're collectively going down for saying that we don't like yeah. white people. Thank you. Yeah. Um Yeah, so there were there were multiple other things, but I thought it was interesting that they had the calories there. Um but again, it's so small, and I wonder what the Requirements are for restaurants. Like, do they have to have it at a certain like size so people can read it? Mm-hmm. Is it that it has to be accompanied by the allergens as well? Like, there's just so many yeah, like things that we don't yeah. yet know because it hasn't been rolled out everywhere yet.
1: That's so true. And also as well, like I bet chefs must be so pissed off. It's so true because it's just yeah. like, wow. Like, yeah, it is a fucking high calorie meal, but it's delicious. Yeah, and it's the best thing on the menu. And now are you know is the soup of the day or the chef specials are they going to be less popular now because they might be the highest calorie how is this how is this gonna impact on on business and then do i mean then they're gonna be doing like it's like which one is it because a year ago, when we were literally in the thick of the global pandemic, the you, you were saying, <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Eat for free. What was it? Eat Out to Help Out. Eat out to help. You're doing Eat Out to Help Out, but it's this year that we're so fat. You, you must tell us the calories. To basically so, to
0: stay inside. There's great. rice at home.
1: Bro, like, which actually one is it? Like, it's yeah. just, it's
0: which whichever one benefits hard. the economy? It's crazy. Literally. It, has, it doesn't literally. put people in the centre at all.
1: It's just, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just madness and badness into the
0: place. Do you know um, what else is madness and badness under the place? That was a fantastic segue. <laughs> that was a good We're going to go on to very, a very different topic, but it is madness and badness into the place. Yep. Um, I don't even know which one I want to start with. Let's start with the notting hill carnival band launch because i think this one can be relatively short basically you may or may not have seen that the other day i can't remember the date um there was a band um that launched for notting hill carnival 2022 and um it was the band was called omnia carnival um and one of their models came out in a beautiful costume and was going on with madness and badness <laughs> in a place. Um, I'm gonna try and describe the video, but nothing will shock you as much as watching the video. So I would encourage wow. you to go and like follow SoCA or like West India Maid or whatever those like Caribbean shade room, shade barra things are <laughs> and watch the video. So, Sis comes out, she's not of like Afro Caribbean or African heritage from what I can mm-hmm. see. She mm-hmm. looks East Asian to me. Um, from okay. East Asian heritage so she comes out in the costume and she is like she licks one of the other models legs I think but yeah. like quite near her cooch oh um and then she parades around the sta- the stage can't walk in her heels proceeds to suck her fingers and then rub it on her panan oh. and then she like grinds on the floor like pretty Ricky style
1: <laughs> what was that
0: guy who did the videos when we were young jay smooth or something like the YouTube oh videos? God. yeah yeah jay smooth style grinding on the stage um oh and then look, she did
1: something
0: it was it was literally soft porn she came on stage and literally was like it was a soft porn performance That's and strong. every other thing she did i gasped like you know when you're gasping so much you don't have any air left to gasp in <laughs> yeah. so you have to let it out to go back in again like it was it was a lot so that that video was released um and people who were live at the band launch were also very confused I have a couple of people Mm -hmm. on my social media who posted about it and they were like everyone was stood there very confused because whether people like it or not or whether they understand it or not carnival regardless of what country you're in is not a sexual is not a sexualized experience it's not a sexualized celebration or it shouldn't be whereas a lot of people who don't understand carnival do sexualize it yeah so I think people see that the costumes are basically bikinis or swimsuits with feathers and they make them feel sexy and they go on like it's a it's like a performance a sexual sexual performance Yeah, yeah. yeah and um it was later revealed that the the model herself is a sex worker. So I also wonder if there's almost that sexual liberation that she thought Mm -hmm. she was bringing to the performance that wasn't needed. It's not something that was culturally um, appropriate in that sense. Um, And the band didn't come out with a statement, but the designer did and basically said, don't mix me she basically but, was like i made this costume for women to feel beautiful i really hope that the models like um the models performance didn't put you off my costume like
1: right okay but
0: i've spoken to the band and I've, I've reflected my feedback blah 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 blah. and i think i like the way that that designer did that because yeah. it basically separated herself from the model exactly. because they don't get to choose their models they get yeah, given yeah, the models yeah.
1: they're so, like i created it with my art and what they choose to do with it that's on them
0: exactly so yeah. my question for you is like do you feel like we should gatekeep who we allow into a space like a band launch that is traditionally like a eastern caribbean wider caribbean celebration
1: yeah and i feel like with gatekeeping i've had really different views about gatekeeping in like recent months than I think I have before. And I do think it's so important because there there are things that we have to keep within our people. And mm. and it's so weird for me to say it because I don't think I've ever kind of had those views, had those thoughts before. But when things like this happen, it's like, yeah, this is why. Mm. And and the thing is it's not to say that with another black person or a Caribbean person wouldn't behave in that way. However, we can educate within our own community nice. and have those explanations. Once something has been, I guess, co-opted or, or taken but out of context to the wider world, it's very, it's a lot more difficult to bring it back in. Absolutely. Because it's just, it's out there now. So
0: people will see that video and be like see told you carnival was like sexual exactly Exactly. someone might say to their partner like yeah that's why i don't want you wearing costumes on carnival because this is what you're going to be doing on the road yeah
1: exactly it will give people reason to justify these narratives that they've already built because now someone has taken it out of context and we can't manage that we can't convince enough people in the outside world no 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 this is not what it is and to be honest we shouldn't have to be convincing anyone anything because it's Mm. our thing Mm -hmm. you can think what you want but if if that happened and that was yeah a black person or a caribbean person or even like maybe like an american because you know sometimes Mm. they don't quite get it right no Mm -hmm. shade, but yeah offending. there's
0: there's actually an american person who um like she coined the terms American wines matter because she feels like she and a lot of other American women have been ex, like, um, what do you say? Exiled from the like Caribbean carnival community because they're American. Yeah. 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 How can you just feel comfortable centering yourself like that? And also using the words of Donald Trump. Like, can you not even just by that basis, see that it's problematic. American wines matter. Go and sit down. If I
1: speak, they'll actually be saying I'm speaking. So let me not, eat. that's, that's very wild, that is, yeah, that is very wild, but yeah, I do think it is, I think it is important to do that, and I do think that sometimes we, the people, everyone, can't help but, like, we just can't step out of our own world and think about things in another way, Mm. I'm like, how comes, like, ballet, which is I don't know traditionally westernized and they're wearing leotards and showing their whole leg isn't sexualized, Word. it's because it's predominantly white girls doing it, Word. and the idea that we would sexualize a white girl is horrific,
0: a posh but, white girl, too, because there's class right, involved there, too, right?
1: Yeah, that too. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, I don't know, maybe if you saw a, a, a teenager who was like of South Asian descent wearing a sari, you'd be thinking, why is she showing her skin? Mm-hmm. Why is she dancing in that way? The same way with, with with black women, black girls. Like, you you it's like, why can't you just step out of your lens for a second and realise that we're coming from a completely different place? Like, this isn't sexualized to us. Like,
0: this mm. isn't not everything exists within within your own lens. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Um, and yeah that that's what that's what i really really have an issue with so yeah i do think that people do have the wrong idea of carnival i think they can't help but over sexualize um like the models the dancers in the back like they just can't help but over sexualize them mm. um because I... we're not afforded that innocence of not being sexualized
0: exactly um, yeah. yeah, And I think the... um, I actually should have just read the caption of the post that talks about it. But let me just give you the follow SoCast <laughs> summary of what the model did. Right. Go on. So the design... Okay, so it's basically saying that the model licked another model, crawled on stage, sucked their own fingers, then touched their pokey, while struggling okay. to walk in the shoes. The model did a split oh. that caused a liner to be exposed. <gasps> yeah. That was my last gasp, I think, when I was watching the video and I was like, oh... <laughs> my gosh yeah it's slackness it's slackness that's the only word that i can think of It's slackness like how dare you come into a space that you're not familiar with and carry on like that when you've been in rehearsals and seen no one else has carried on like that also did she do that in rehearsals that's my other question like why did if she did why didn't one tell her if she was a last minute standard why didn't no one give her a brief maybe they did but like She chose to do what she
1: wanted to do. She chose violence. Absolute violence.
0: Um, Do you know, I actually had another, I guess, reflection on gatekeeping. um, Mm -hmm. And it was around, like, the Grammys. We won't talk about that moment unless you want to talk about it. Um, (laughs) Was that the Grammys? That wasn't the Grammys. No, that was the Oscars. Oscars. Yeah, okay. Um, We can talk about it if you want to. But I just feel like everything that's been said has been said. And said, yeah. Yep. Um. But at the Grammys, um, for the best reggae album, I think it was best reggae yeah. artist. Um, it, might yeah. be it might be artist. No, I think it was album actually yeah, I think it was album because they're the person who won um, the group that won. It was their seventh studio album. um. Oh. So for best reggae album, album um, there were a few people up in the running. Sean Paul. How? I don't know. Is he still? <laughs> Spice, obviously love her. Gramps Morgan, who was part of Morgan heritage, Etana and Jesse Royal as well. Love them. Also soldier, which is a band from Virginia. And they were the ones I who won. Now, I think their identity and presence in that space is interesting because SOJA actually stands for Soldiers of Army, So they have some sort of affinity to Jamaican-ness, spirituality, expressions of faith, Mm -hmm. those sorts of things, right? But they are a group of white men from Virginia in America. And the whole world was outraged by the fact that they... Won that Grammy when there were some very um, there were some amazing albums in there mm-hmm. um that were from Black Caribbean people or Caribbean people yeah. in general um who have made reggae for a long time um yeah. so do you feel like your perspective that you just gave on gatekeeping there in terms of the model still stands in terms of like we need to make sure our spaces are protective people that um I guess understand them like what are your thoughts on this in comparison?
1: Yeah, I think the same thing. I just feel like where the where we only given the opportunity to occupy such few spaces, I'm like, why (laughs) Mm. why are you coming to our space? You actually have the opportunity to occupy like the white majority can pretty much occupy any space they want mm. we don't have that privilege so where we are dominating in our space why are you here mm. why are you here and then winning what
0: mm. like what? It's, it even reminds me of when i can't remember what award shirt was but justin bieber was upset that he was in the pop category and not r&b
1: yeah and yes, it's like yeah, the fact yeah, that you yeah. can
0: move so fluidly between both of these right. these categories shows you your privilege that you can be yeah. upset and you can decide that right whereas yeah. like N- little nas x for example i think he was up for like a country award and everyone was mad about outrage it. yeah yeah and yeah, yeah. country is dominated by like white americans so like yeah. people have the people gatekeep their spaces when they feel threatened by others coming into it and i think yeah. just like you said if if there's a a minority of spaces that we can see ourselves in and people can access, and when we think about who can access them, it's usually the more, like, palatable artists.
1: Exactly.
0: This is a category where a dark-skinned Black woman, two Mm dark-skinned Black women with a Tana and Mm Spice, are up for the running. It's a space where we can feel proud that what we look like isn't going to impact our ability to win. So I think it just left a bad taste in people's mouths. Because of the optics and what it looked like, yeah. especially comparison to everyone else who was up, um, who was like shortlisted. Um, yeah.
1: And I think as well, like even if we kind of break it down even more, I would describe Spice as a dancehall artist in yeah, reggae. Exactly. So even the fact that even within that, mm. we would have even celebrated her winning best reggae artist, knowing that she's a dancehall artist. Just yeah. because it's, it's like the idea that award. Right, it's an international award, and the the idea that we're even ever going to get a dancehall category and actually have the actual dancehall artists in that category, Mm. um, and not like I don't know a little mix remix of the song with like dancehall the do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we we even we even having to settle with dancehall art non reggae artists, Mm. but that makes similar enough music or from a similar enough origin in that because we d- we can't even occupy a space within a dancehall category. So mm-hmm. even then, again, it's like, bro, just come out of our things, Like, mm. literally, come out!
0: Or at least, like, come give out. a nod to other people, because I think one of the things that a lot of the reggae artists were saying in response was that Soja have been making reggae music for a long time, so they are okay. well-known within the reggae community. Right. I think the elders especially, they would know their name. um so we have to kind of put respect on their name for the contributions that they've given but I think that is fair enough in terms of like the musicality and the Mm -hmm. respect of their work I think what makes me and a lot of other people uncomfortable including you in terms of what you said is what it what it makes other people think you aren't part of the culture
1: yeah Yeah. where
0: they're like oh yeah cool well maybe I can just start making reggae then I was like oh yeah well you know these people won because they are they're white men from america like as opposed yeah. to some dark skinned women from jamaica like it's yeah. it is very um transparent and you can mm-hmm. read into it in loads of different ways and it yeah. it's smelly regardless of how you read it's into so it
1: yeah um,
0: yeah but yeah um i feel like that was a yeah i think both of those examples kind of showed the the dangers of not gatekeeping but also when you start, I don't know, like when you start talking about gatekeeping, people get upset because they feel like spaces are going to be overly gatekept, which means that you're going to restrict access to other people. But when it comes to our existence, like, can we gatekeep too much?
1: Yeah, do you know what? That's what I was going to kind of ask you. Like the, I guess the, the cons of, if you do feel like there are cons of gatekeeping or whether we as, Black people, um, or people from the global world majority? Yeah. Yeah, global yep. DJ taught me that one thing. Whoa. Um Whether, yeah, whether it can ever be problematic to gatekeep, because I, I, I think that, obviously, yeah, in our ideal world, we wouldn't have to gatekeep because we mm. would know their space. We'd be equal. We'd all have, the, we just don't live in that world. Mm. And it's really unlikely we're going to live in that world. So until we live in that world, which, as I've just said, it's really unlikely, we're going through anytime soon, we do have to gatekeep. But then, yeah, I guess, yeah, my question is to you, like, is, can that ever be problematic? Like, yeah, can we as the people gatekeeper be problematic with it?
0: Yeah, I think it can be problematic because it means that you're then stopping people who do understand and respect the culture from enjoying it without scrutiny I think that is where it can be problematic but when we think about the fact that the majority like I think the argument for gatekeeping is that a lot of people aren't respecting the culture so we have to limit who has access to it whereas I can understand that if you are a person who does respect the culture and understands the culture and takes the time to really like learn about it that would be difficult because you are almost like proving yourself that you are being respectful but it's not being listened to yeah um yeah, yeah. but I think people who have the sense to come out of their own cultural lens and apply another one when they're in different people's spaces are the same people that would understand why we need to get keep.
1: Yeah, yeah so yeah.
0: I feel like it's even a a redundant like worry because I feel like people would understand it
1: yeah 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 the girls that get it get it basically,
0: basically. Yeah, yeah 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 and I, yeah I think it's it's a difficult conversation because not every person of colour not every black person would agree but I do think there is something to be said for like a lot of our cultural practices get misinterpreted and misused so what are we what do we do when that happens and like thinking about what the best way is to deal with that um but yeah I just had one more thing of fuckery that I wanted to like read out which I saw on (laughs) Twitter this morning and I really have to tell the people because I was (laughs) shocked so This happened in um, Nevis, which is one of the islands in St. Kitts and Nevis. Uh And the news report says, woman reportedly apologised. This is the update. Woman reportedly apologised, husband to give financial donation, right? So the original story is, um, a female Caucasian visitor to Nevis has reportedly apologised after causing a stir on the small, tranquil island, best known for its hospitality, when she apparently became annoyed that children were running along one of the best beaches. I understand she got peeved that local children were running around disturbing her relaxation and allegedly ordered them off the beach. Uh, Yeah, the kids who were training for inter-primary school athletic games refused, and the person known only as Karen allegedly called the police to have them removed, (laughs) said Everton Powell, who also posted a video on his Facebook page on Saturday. Frustrated, the woman threw herself on the sand in an apparent attempt to prevent the children from the nearby school to continue to practice.
1: 869
0: News Plus has been informed that the female visitor has allegedly apologised and her husband has reportedly promised to make a monetary donation to the school. What the fuck? So you're not even in your own country. You've come to a country. Children are practising for their school games. And you tell them to leave the beach and you call the police on them in their own country because they're on the beach in their own country. And you are not from that country, but you call the police on them in their own country because
1: they're on the beach. The entitlement is actually wild. Wild. It's mad. Even even if they weren't competing and they were just fucking existing. Yeah. Who are you as a tourist... As an outsider to be coming in the people them country, mm-hmm. calling police on the people them Pitney mm-hmm. because what you they disturbed your peace because you want a sunbathe, bro, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It's
0: so ridiculous. Like when I and that, that's the thing. I just wanted to like highlight as a piece of fuckery because there's not even really anything we really need to say. But mm-hmm. I just I was shocked mm-hmm. when I read it because I think the entitlement that people have the way that people treat black countries as a space where they should be respected and not like they shouldn't have to lift a finger and it should be exactly how they want it is disgusting and it's very colonial, like very, very colonial. And I don't want to go into the history of it too much, but the reason why tourism the way the the way tourism really started was because when people were like transporting bananas like from the UK to the Caribbean and like post post and stuff people would jump on those boats because they wanted to go somewhere hot to like heal their illnesses and that's how tourism wow. starts the first hotels were old plantations so you can really like wow. paint a picture of the image people have of tourism in the Caribbean
1: yeah
0: and it's very problematic wow. and it's it's Based on that idea of hedonism, where it's like it's paradise and nothing should go wrong. So, these children mm-hmm. were in her way of paradise. Yeah, so, she yeah, said, I yeah, have to call the yeah. police. How do you even know the police number? You're on holiday. Go and do sit you know what down, what I mean?
1: relax. Do you know what I mean? Relax. No, that's crazy. That is actually crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love crazy things. White people really be wild. Crazy things are happening. Yes. Crazy things are That That
1: was gorgeous.
0: Thank you for that. No, thank Mm. you. It was your singing that kept me going. Amazing, yeah. yeah.
1: Amazing. Um. Sorry, just quickly, tell me what song I really like. Okay, I'm. I've succumbed to TikTok culture because I actually don't know the rest of the song. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, I thought we knew you
0: had succumbed to TikTok culture.
1: (laughs) No, but you know how I was telling you off for not knowing the full song. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Just hold my hands up. Mm-hmm. It goes. I call you Amma. You are amazing. Uh, I call you. I can't remember the rest. Um, but I just find that so cute, and I wish that my name was Amma, Emma. So that I could be amazing. Caption, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, be amazing. <laughs> Social media. So, <laughs> my, like, Not the TikTok culture
0: taking over.
1: And I want a name so I can have a cool caption. Great.
0: I mean, great. Happens to the yeah. best of us, doesn't it?
1: But you can I still mean, be
0: amazing. I can call you Emma if you like.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I think I think my name's actually uh, Abena. Your Ghanaian name. Yeah.
0: I thought Abena was a boy's name.
1: It's the girl version of Abena.
0: Um. What day were you born on?
1: Tuesday. Tuesday. All right, Let's have a quick look. I might just be pronouncing it wrong. Tuesday
0: oh yeah right okay so the male version is quabana the female version is abanas oh. very sorry everybody <laughs> very sorry sorry right, very sorry yeah of, of people that oh well, wow what's am I going to have to release a statement <laughs> Here I we we have are. I was press release <laughs> and name is Akuya. it's born on a Wednesday oh gorgeous yeah I really like the name Aquia. I think it's it so pretty so I love the way it's spelt as well I hate that yeah. people say Aqua, but it I really <laughs> I love the name Akua <laughs> um but yeah should we do a little should we wrap up let's do a little affirmation so i am gonna read a card from the spiritual season for the zodiac yeah okay so the card i have here is 24 and this one flew out so that's nice it says <laughs> what is the rush and the guidance says time doesn't exist in the way that you know it there's the desire to get results and fast is another display of your ego's tyranny Trust in, divide timing and do what is required of you in the moment, then leave the rest to spirit. And that is important because as I was reading this, <laughs> I got a delivery and someone got lost. So, you know, I was trying to rush. But, right. yeah. but also, I think in my work life as well, I have been feeling like I need to rush things um, and actually... What is the rush? Because I can only do as much as I can when I can do that's it. it. So, baby girl. Um, yeah, what is the rush? And then I have one here from the Dripping and Melanin Affirmation deck. Um, and it says, Why should we worry what others think of us? Do we have more confidence in their opinions than we do our own? And that is a quote from Brigham Young. Mm. That is a
1: word. Oh my gosh, Brigham Young, I think that's so weird. I think they're problematic. I tell you why. That's so weird. There's a, there's a TikTok um, page they're called The Black Menaces or maybe Black Menaces and they go to Brigham Young University and basically they think it is so sorry if I'm incorrect I'm pretty sure it's um, a Mormon school um, and mm-hmm. so obviously the, the whole union is like based on Christian values and why don't they go around a group of like black students and they go around asking questions to different um, students it's very mm-hmm. interesting they ask a lot about like racism about black people um about queer couples because i think they've got a specific honor code in the part of the uni and i think some right. of the guidelines prohibits certain relationships. so they just kind of challenge the status quo by asking the questions and they do it in mm. a very like they ask the question and then if someone says that they'll just be like okay cool thank you like they they don't like they're literally just Respond. getting opinions yeah um interesting but when the people say something um, woke or they're aware they're like period thank you that's right yeah <laughs> mm. but when I'm, they're just like okay thank you thank you for sharing thank you wow. um, and but I think it's good because it it allows people to continue to be honest because I think yeah. if they felt that they were being judged they would say something but you can tell they feel like okay I'm just I'm, mm. I'm okay to say this but anyway basically one of the questions today was Given Brigham, I'm sure it's Brigham Young, it was like, given Brigham Young's history, should the name of the university be changed? But I don't know what oh. he did, it was literally before we got we started recording, so, um, yeah. Interesting. I know, I'm like...
0: Uh... How timely. I know. Um, How timely.
1: That was a gorgeous quote there. i mean you're
0: welcome for me reading it
1: (laughs) (laughs) um okay i'm pulling from Kalechi's spiritual season for the soul deck and i feel like it means so much more now that we've seen her um and i'm pulling number seven it says you have given so much to others Have you put aside a moment to give to yourself? Which I'm sick of seeing
0: this one all the time. Yeah, that one comes out a lot. I
1: know. It's that one Mm. and the one that's like, you're not always right. Those two love me and I hate them. On your neck. On my (laughs) neck. Um, It says, it is great that you have, right, angry. It is great that you have so much love to give through your actions towards others. Sometimes giving so much to others is a way of procrastinating from the very real task of giving to yourself. Right?
0: Look at Only that.
1: you are responsible for the caretaking of your body and soul. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Collector. <laughs> Only you. Appreciate that. Um, I'm then also <laughs> going to pull from the Affirmator's deck. Um, and this is the creative one. This is u- Unicorn Voice. It says, my voice is unique to me. The things I make and say and do are totally, wonderfully, only one under the sun to see me. Even the way I draw a single dot is unique to me. Even the way I whistle a song or make a sandwich or sign a birthday card for my ex. See? I actually don't think... Because um, isn't that just so me? So imagine how fantastically fun it will be to see this me be me when unleashing something creatively. Want to see? Uh, I really yeah. like that one because there is a, a creative opportunity that I'm currently procrastinating on so it would be good to oh, see. Explosive, explosive, explosive. Exclusive, exclusive, um, exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. So yeah, it would be good to <coughs> to do that, Really, what it's there do it. Maybe there.
0: read it again if you yeah. <laughs> <in it>
1: again. <laughs> I think privately. Yeah, a bit I'll of
0: I'll motivation. Be, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think privately. Um, yeah. Definitely in your own time. Yeah, yeah. no pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay, where can the people find us online? You can find us online
1: on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and TikTok at The Rebound Pod. And you can hashtag The Rebound Pod to continue the conversation. Please do. We love when you engage. We love y'all. So please do. You can listen to us on any of your favourite streaming platforms and on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can now leave us a five-star rating. That's it. You heard it first. You can leave us a five-star rating. Five-star. <laughs> and review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts as well as on Facebook. You can recommend our Facebook page to a friend. Um, You can follow DJ at Khadija underscore Rose and me at Olivia Perlita unless you work with us or you're hearing this. And
0: you know that we don't need to connect the podcast. Then please don't mm-hmm. follow us, okay? In which case, Khadija is actually my stage name, um, <laughs> and Olivia is actually your stage name. Right. Um, your real names are uh, Abner and Akoya. Right. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks very much for in listening Q. today. <laughs> in queue. In queue. In queue. Um, in queue. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like we've touched on a lot of fuckery today, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's quite refreshing to get it off your chest. You it know, is. That's why I had to read the thing about the woman in Nevis because I was like, this is just yeah. going to sit on my chest. So I need to get it out. I need to get it out. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for rocking with us, everybody, this week and always. And we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.